Welcome and thank you for listening to the Okuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering others, and linking to our community. We hope you enjoy it. Merry Christmas Eve, Akuo Church. I'm happy to be with you here to continue through the last sermon series for this year, which has been called Give Like Crazy. Now, after a year of learning about fruit, it feels like it's only fitting that we finish out the year thinking through how we can share that fruit, thinking about the generosity we want to look at how God gives. Think about that generosity and look at how he gives. And we want to give like him. So far in this series, we've learned that there are a few distinctions to how God gives. We learned that, first off, God gives like crazy, that he gives extravagantly. Not only that, he loves like crazy as well. But this week, we want to look at another angle of how God gives. So in preparation for this message, a story from a few years ago was, was brought back to my mind. So for this story, we're going to have to go all the way back to 2008. Now, that was the year that I got married uh, to my beautiful wife, and we, we're, we're still married, and it's been a lot of fun. She's the best. Now, it was also the year that I was working at a TV station in Laredo, Texas, and, and just I was there. I was the Monday through Friday sports guy there at KGNS TV in Laredo. It was also the year that I got a call to come back to work on TV here in San Antonio at WAI. Now, I believe it's called News 4 San Antonio. So as the year came to a close, I got a chance to go on air there at, at Channel 4 for the very first time. And it was a lot of fun and I couldn't wait to do it again. However, as the, the new guy, the low man on the totem pole, I figured it, it might be a while before I'd actually get another chance to do that. Then around Christmas, I got a call from my boss and he let me know that I was going to be making a trip to cover the Texas Longhorns at the Fiesta Bowl in Phoenix, Arizona. It was a huge trip that they were entrusting the person with the least amount of stature, the least amount of experience to go and do. And it was, I was so incredibly excited for this ridiculously awesome opportunity. I mean, I was going to get to go to a bowl game, one of the big bowl games, nationally televised, and I was so excited. Now, what about you? Have you ever been given an opportunity, even though maybe you felt like you, you didn't earn it or you like weren't at that level? Maybe someone got sick one day and you got the chance to like step up and step into the big time spot there at your work. Or maybe someone gave you something that, that was so amazing and, and you like, you didn't know what to do with it. You felt like you didn't even deserve it at all. Well, with it being Christmas Eve, I'm sure we have all gotten that gift that we didn't expect to get or a, a gift that was like way too nice for us to feel like we could even accept. And we actually see this exact idea or something similar to this idea at work when we look at the story of Jesus' birth as it was recorded in the account of the physician, historian, and apostle, Luke. Now what we know about Luke is that he was thought to be someone that as growing up, he, he didn't really know that much about God and he didn't know what he fully believed. But at some point in his adult life, Luke became a believer in Jesus. Then sometime after that, Luke used his scholarly abilities to research and document the life of Jesus. Now, Luke wasn't there when, when any of the stuff happened that he recorded. However, Luke was able to sit down with and interview people that were there and were able to recount what happened. He then recorded everything like a good historian does. So let's take a look at the night that Jesus was born 
as recorded by the Apostle Luke. We're going to pick up in his writing shortly after Jesus has been born in a manger and his mother Mary wrapped him in snuggly strips of cloth. There, Luke writes, That night that Jesus was born, there were shepherds standing in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. So there's a bunch to unpack right here. First off, there were shepherds out in the fields guarding their flocks, right? They're just hanging out in the middle of the night. I mean, imagine what happens when like an angel shows up and how freaked out you'd be. But anyways, when, when it comes to the shepherds, even though this job was necessary, very needed in that community, it wasn't the kind of job that people were exactly fighting over. It definitely wasn't a job that had great stature. Normally, it was the job that was reserved for the youngest in the family. And we actually see this happen in the Jewish scripture, also known as the Old Testament. In the story of God calling the anointed king of Israel, David, we see him as the youngest child in the family out in the field taking care of his flock. It was such a low job on the totem pole of the family that no one ever imagined that he could ever possibly be chosen to like lead their family, much less become king of Israel. Not only that, but with the shepherds, it was thought of so low because the work that they did, it actually made them ceremonially unclean. And shepherds in, in general had a reputation for being untrustworthy. So there were a handful of reasons why these shepherds were thought of as being less than everybody else. And there's actually a few things that we can gather from the shepherds being out in the field with their flock at this point. First off, they were probably the youngest of their family, which means they were thought of as the least important in their own family. The community they grew up in also probably didn't highly or think very highly of them because they weren't allowed to do anything more than take care of the sheep. And remember, shepherds weren't thought of to be very trustworthy. Not only that, they weren't very close to home. We can probably surmise that as well, because if they were close to home, they would have been able to get that flock back for the night. So here is this group of lowly shepherds that are the first people, outside of Mary and Joseph, of course, that are aware that Jesus has been born. Not only that, but an angel of the Lord delivered that message to them and they were surrounded by the beautiful, overwhelming radiance of God. But it gets better. Let's go back to what Luke has to say. Suddenly, the angel, the one that was talking to them, was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. Again, here are the lowly, unworthy, unclean shepherds. And they become only the second group of people recorded in the entire Bible that got to actually hear angelic praise with their own ears. And not that it's just the praise of like the one angel that showed up to talk with them. No, 
an entire army. It says an entire army of angels are letting their praise fly out in the world for the shepherds to hear it. Which is interesting because you don't think of armies like spreading peace, but this is what this army was doing. This is incredibly amazing. It's like way better than being able to go to Phoenix to watch a football game. Maybe just a little bit. But here's the deal. When it comes to God, he gives his best. He isn't a halfway giver. And not only that, he gives it for everyone, even the people that are thought of as lowly. Which brings us to our big idea for today. If you only remember one thing from this message today, let it be this. God gives his best to everyone. God gives his best to everyone. I mean, think about it. Here are these shepherds that are thought of so poorly, yet they are the first ones to hear about Jesus. And they are invited to see the newborn baby. Now, for those of you that have had kids, think about that first day right, right after your child is born. Think about the people that you allowed to see you on that first day, especially if it was your first child. I mean, it wasn't like just anyone, right? Of course not. Who wants people you don't love to see, like, be with you after your first child was born? I don't. Yet, there was God inviting the shepherds to come and spend time with Jesus because he loved them. So in this series, we've been wanting to do our best to give like God. We want to give like crazy. We want to give extravagantly. We want to give our love. And we want to give our best. So if you get the chance to see people over this holiday weekend, I want you to do this. Give them your best. Don't show up and just go through the motions. Don't sit on your phone. Don't ignore everybody all night and just be a wallflower. Actually give them the best of you. If you are going to be there physically, don't just, you know, give them whatever. If you're going to give them a present, don't just give them a random card you saw at HEB as you're checking out, you know. Give them your best. Give them your best time. Give them your best effort. Give the people in your community your best. Remember, we only have a finite amount of time here on this earth. Make sure you're giving it your best. Don't get years down the road and think about how you didn't love someone well or how you shortchanged like maybe your parents with your time or, or how you were distant from your kids because you were tired or overwhelmed. I know things are hard right now, but this is the only time we will ever get these moments. So take advantage of them the best way you can. Now remember, when we connect our roots deep into God's living water, which is the Holy Spirit, then we get his joy. Which Jesus says, will then overflow from us to everyone around us. I imagine this is exactly how the shepherds were feeling after seeing these angels singing and, and worshiping. I mean, saying that they were fired up was probably an understatement. After all this excitement, their night wasn't done, though. They still had a road trip to make. They still had to go to Bethlehem. So let's get back to Luke's account. There he writes, The shepherds hurried to the village of Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph. And there 
was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about the child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. But Mary kept all of these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. This is the absolute best. The shepherds show up and find Joseph, Mary, and Jesus exactly how the angels told them they would. It was such an incredible thrill for these shepherds. So much so that they told everybody, every single person they could, what happened. I mean, think about it. They were the lowest of the low and God had called them to do something for him. They got to meet the Messiah. They got to meet God in the flesh. Of course, they were going to tell everyone, right? Remember, hey, uh, remember how you thought like I wasn't a big deal? Well, turns out I got to hang out with God today. No big deal. Whatever, man. Uh, I also imagine that the conversation that they had with Joseph and Mary was pretty great as well. I mean, I'm sure that the shepherds got to tell the new parents about the angels in the fields. And they got to share the joy that they were feeling with this new family. I mean, it was such a great moment. It says it there in the text that Mary kept it in her heart and thought of these shepherds often. All of this was given to the last ones that anyone would ever think would get to participate in this. Akuo Church, the same thing happens with us. We are given access to something amazing. We are given access to something otherworldly. We are given access to God, heaven, the Holy Spirit, all of these things. And you know what? It's not because we're like the best at following rules. I, I know it's not me. It's not because we are ultra talented. Also not me. And it's definitely not because we have the best Christmas lights in our neighborhood. A little bit closer to that. It's because we are loved. When we believe in Jesus and what he did here while he was on this earth, the only thing that God sees in us is Jesus. We are no longer thought of as the shepherds were. We are no longer the unclean. We are no longer the untrusted. We are no longer lowest on the totem pole. We are the ones that are washed clean. We are the ones that are trusted to tell people about Jesus. We are the ones that are elevated. We are the ones that are elevated into God's family. Akuo, this isn't like a Santa Claus kind of thing. It doesn't matter if you're naughty or you're nice. The only thing that matters is if you have Jesus. That's it. There's nothing else to it. And today, I want you to receive that. I want you to receive Jesus. I want you to receive the love that God has for you. He has his best for you, and all you have to do is accept him. And to do that, it's actually very simple to do. All you have to do is simply believe. Before you might have believed that God didn't want you or that like you were too bad or, or too far away or maybe when you clean yourself up, you'll be able to come back to God. But that's wrong. 
because he chose you, he wants you, he loves you now exactly the way you are. He loves you like crazy. And the way we know that is that he gave you his best, Jesus. So if you want to accept that love, all you have to do is have a simple conversation with God that we would call a prayer. Now in that conversation, all you have to do is just let Jesus know that you believe in him and what he did here on this earth the best way you possibly can. Now, I know that can be a little weird or a little bit scary. I, I totally get that. So to help you out, I'd like to ask everyone in the Akuo community to pray along with you because here at Akuo, no one ever has to pray alone. There is always a community here for you. So if you want to accept God's best, Jesus, I just want you to go ahead and bow your head and pray something like this along with me. Just say something like this. Jesus, I believe in you and what you did here on this earth. Today, the best way I know how, I give you my life. Thank you for everything. Amen. Now let's just keep our heads bowed and whether you've been a believer in Jesus for the last five seconds or for the last five decades and you want to accept the best that God has for you and you want to be able to give others your best, then go ahead and pray uh, something like this with me. Just between you and Jesus, just say, Jesus, thank you. Thank you for your sacrifice for me. Thank you for everything you did. Thank you for your unending grace and forgiveness. Jesus, thank you for everything you've given me. Thank you for giving me your best. Jesus, help me pass my best on to the people that are around me. Help me give my best even when I'm tired or stressed. Thank you for everything, Jesus. I love you. And we pray all of these things in your mighty, awesome, loving, graceful, extravagantly generous, over-the-top, loving name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, that's all that we have for you today. But before you go, there are a few things I want to share for you. First off, I want to encourage you, if you feel comfortable, to be with your community this weekend. Do your best to spend some time with them. Remember, we want you to give your best. So tonight, tomorrow, this weekend, we want you to be with them. So with that being said, this Sunday, December the 26th, Akuo Church will not be having any services at all. We won't have a service in person. We won't have any services online. What I want to do is take care of our teams that are serving each and every week and just allow them to be with their family, be with their friends, be with their community. Not only that, I, I want to encourage you to join someone in your community, at their church. Show how you can be generous with your time and love by spending some time with them on a Sunday morning. Now, we will be back with our normal 8.30 and 10 a.m. streaming services and our 10 a.m. in-person service on January the 2nd. So not this Sunday, but next Sunday, everything will be back to normal. Now, the series we are in right now that we've been talking about this entire time is about showing off your generosity. And here at Akuo, one of the ways that you can express that is through the biblical method of generosity called tithing, which just means giving a first fruit 10% offering to the storehouse, which is your local church. Now, guys, uh, 
right now, I get it that this might not be the best time for you to be giving. If that's the place that you're in right now, we want to be connected to you. We want to be linked to you and your family in this tough time. So if that's you, please reach out to us. We would love to help you out in this tough time, whether it's rent, whether it's a phone bill, whether it's electricity, gas, water, whatever. Let us help you. We want to be linked to you during this tough time. So if you need anything at all, please reach out to us. Or if you need, know someone that needs some help, let us know. To do that, all you have to do is go to our website, akuo.church, and click on the Contact Us link. You can also send me an email directly at humby.cervera at akuo.church, and you can also call or text the church at 210-901-8785. Now, if you are willing to tithe here to Akuo, the way that you can do that is by going to our website, akuo.church. Now, when you get there, all you have to do is click on the giving link and follow the instructions. We also have our text to tithe option. For that, all you have to do is text Akuo, A-K-O-U-O, and the dollar amount you want to tithe to the number 77977. Now, if you don't want to give electronically, we also have our PO box available if you would like to send your tithe through a check. For that, all you have to do is mail your tithe to Akuo at PO Box 100-125, San Antonio, Texas, 78201. All right, Akuo, that is all that I have for you tonight. I just want you to know that I love and appreciate all of you. And we will be praying for you now, and we will continue to pray for you into the new year. I hope you guys enjoy it. Merry Christmas. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O dot church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.